to Greninburgh with me Rebecca to episode 22 and on my right we have Chrissy. Well how the fuck is everybody? And on the left we have <laughs> <James> Kelly. <laughs> you bleep that bit out can't you? Don't you bleep that out. That was a genuine question. That was good. Anyway, I actually yeah I yeah. felt it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So today again, we're going on the structure of three questions, random questions at that, just because we like to give people some advice, and we like to eat biscuits while <laughs> from the microphone. Advice. <laughs> well, I say advice, it's just things that we've been through, I guess. So the first question is, and I thought this was a very Irish question, what was the best thing before sliced bread? Um, sliced bread. <laughs> 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 Looks like a better sign by for that one, really. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Here, do you remember, but honest to God, do you remember getting like a plain loaf? You can still buy a plain loaf that's not cut. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because every time you cut it, you've got a big heel. I love the heel. I really love the heel. Do you like the heel of the loaf? Love it. But, but it's not the same as it used to be, though. See these nutty fucking crusts and all that stuff? <laughs> They're not as nice as they used to be. Mother's Pride and all, do you remember them? Mm. Not as nice as they used to be. You know what I love? See, the, have you ever heard of Knots? And at Norris, I think I spoke about this before. No. You go in there and it's been there for a hundred... Knockers? No, not Knockers. Knots! Oh, <laughs> so you go in and they've got all their breads and stuff lined up freshly baked and the smell is just... Oh, it's unreal. It's great. So, yeah. Okay, so what's the best thing... Before unsliced Before bread. sliced bread or unsliced bread, yeah. <laughs> um, the f- fire. Oh. The invention of fire. Mm-hmm. The wheel. <laughs> what's better than sliced bread? Aye. What's the question again? What was the best thing before sliced bread? The uh, best thing before sliced bread? Probably... <laughs> Water? <laughs> I don't know. Like. Water's actually quite a good one, yeah. yeah I like same, water. Yeah. Or air. One of the two, yeah. Air. Yeah, air. Mm-hmm. Oxygen. We all need that. <laughs> Slice bread. What's your favourite bread? Oh. Fudge. Um, I don't mind a bit of slim too. It's good, yeah. Uh, What else? I do like nutty crust. We always call it granny, granny's bread at my house because my granny always used to have it. But the heel, I like it. Toasted, it's a wee bit hard now, I must say. Fried. Fried, yes, it's good fried. Mm. And I love all bread, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. White bread, granny bread, tiger bread. Tiger bread. What'd you say? Tiger bread. Tiger bread, yeah. Tiger bread's see? nice. I love that multi seed loaf from oh, yeah. Sainsbury's. What about Vita? Oh, yeah. I do love a bit of Vita too. Vita toasted, like, you know. And there's this bread too in Tesco. With cranberries, walnuts, and pistachio on it. Oh my god, it tastes like cake. It is unreal. What do you call that? It's like a lemon spread, but it's like a multi seed. It's lovely. It's like a green packet. It's f- it's delicious. Like I know what you're talking about, but can't remember the name is. Yeah, but you make sure you do a shake, alright? Does it? Nah, it does I? Bullets. Bullets. What way do you shake? S H one T. Huh? I thought you would be maybe like it would look like fucking caviar. Caviar. Like a rabbit shit. Jesus, no, you'd be getting friggin'. That's there's something wrong with you if you're doing that. Can I might put that in my mouth. What, caviar? No. Did you ever see the episode of Father Ted where all the rabbits were knocking about? And girl Len, the bishop, was there. <laughs> and Len had a phobia of rabbits. So there's these fucking rabbits knocking all over the place, shagging everywhere, multiplying instantly. And one of them had done a shite on the carpet. Right. And Len stumbled across the shite and went, Curly, what's this here? It's caviar. <laughs> do you expect me to freaking go down and eat that on the floor? Do you think I'm a pony? <laughs> have you ever tried caviar? No. No, I never buy. I don't you know what caviar is? It's fish eggs. From what fish? Calvifish. <laughs> <laughs> Sturgeon. Sturgeon? 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 Is that not a big one? Splurgeon? <laughs> <laughs> is that going back to our conversation last night, Chris? <laughs> Fuck. Talking about junctions and streets. Yeah. That was that was a good one. <laughs> we'll tell you after. 
Okay. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's better. No, you wouldn't go, hmm, I'm tired. So the best thing since before sliced bread is unsliced bread. Sexual intercourse. <laughs> I prefer mental intercourse. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying anything wrong because that's what makes the fucking world go round. It's true. Like, it's true. We wouldn't be here. Oh, absolutely. Sorry. Um, like, let me see. What is it? The the little bees. The birds and the bees. The birds and the bees. Um, and the stork. I, rem- oh, I, yeah, I remember. I remember back in St. Joseph's Primary School in Crosscar, and um, the. <laughs> You don't know anything about all that there, you know? And like I remember like Kelly Hannah or something out there, a girl that was in my class, got a wee booklet from the, the church. And we were it was like it was almost like it was like it was a wee booklet talking about like when a man and a woman have a baby and all we were like, This is like it was like it was like a porn magazine or something like that. It was like, Oh my god, this is what happens. Oh my god and then we were all called up to the principal's office mm. and all and he told us like uh where babies came from. Mm. But he said it was fucking stork. Yeah. What, so the headmaster in your school? Yeah, yeah. I remember being told by a fellow, a friend of mine who's been three or four years older than me. I must have been about nine or ten. And we had a bit of an old rack of a snooker table down in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we were playing snooker. And he told me whilst I was chalking my cue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's true, Bill. Well, see, see, whenever I was in high school and we were learning about all, like, we had to watch, like, the... Um, what do you call it? Like the protection videos and all. Did Yeah, we had to watch all those. Across then, yeah, this was in first year. This is before I left in third year. But um, I remember we were learning about all the parts and I was literally the only one that was putting my hand up and going, yes, miss, that's the scrotum. And they're all going, they're all teeing and laughing. I'm like, well, it is. That's what it is. That's what it's called. And How did you know that, nope. that young? Well, in first year, because oh. we were learning about it. And then we also had How My Body Works books and it was about all the different muscles and obviously then you got into the like, no, 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 you just had to learn that once a month you were going to paint the town red and that was it. Oh, well, good, what a boot was in. See, every time I mention it, I just freak my brothers out with that all the time because they say something and I'm just like, boom, because every, like you obviously don't like hearing that, do you? What? Like the women's monthly situation. There's a lot of people who are like, eh, "What's me saying?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I thought I was dying. I thought I was dying." Fuck. <laughs> you thought you were dying. You didn't know anything about it. No. Well, no, I kind of knew, but it was like, oh, "Nah, it won't happen to me." Because I grew up with three, like three brothers, so I was yeah. like, "Nah." And then I was like, I "Can't believe this happened to me. Why is it not happening to them?" <laughs> we do have it easy, like. Yeah. We do like. You get up in the morning. You have the three S's, and away you go. <laughs> I know what that is. You know what the three S's are? Just the Baku, people in Baku. Shar Shar the listeners in Afghanistan. Shar shaving the ship. Shar shaving the ship and away we go. Like we do have it easy. Look, to be perfectly honest with you. My dear auntie that died used to always say, um, are you going to do the three F's? And we were like, what's that? No, oh. no. You're going to wash your... You're Wash your, no, you're going to wash your face, fanny feet, or face foreskin feet. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yes, I just, I just fixed this for you. I got a reality going, Hey, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my Amber. Sex great. education. With Rebecca. <laughs> I remember my dad. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember my dad just fucking walked in just with a wee fucking book. It was like, a, you know, like, a, what do you call it? Paper chains so the sun oh. and it's a paper chain yeah, you know, and it was yeah. on the front it was like an orange like 70s was it a pop-up book no it was it was like, like an orange like 70s like a book about sex yes. in the 70s and it was like <laughs> a paper chain in front of it and he just he just walked into the, the kitchen and he just threw the book at me and then walked out <laughs> and I, he said read that <laughs> I swear you see we would we would keep at home, we would take the piss and do the innuendos and all that and say certain things, but my mum and dad would still be like, enough of that there, I talk, enough of that there, and we're just laughing. I'm like, well, we wouldn't be here otherwise. That's I still have a conversation with that. Well, my mum didn't really give me the conversation ever, to be honest. I just kind of... I know, right, that he'd be saying to himself, you're going to learn nothing school, you're going to learn nothing from your mates, you'll find all out mm-hmm. all about Plus, my dad being ultra-Catholic, there's no way he's going to talk about yeah. that. Used to be, if it was even kissing on TV, Stuart would talk to you. Yep. 
Even though there's kissing on the TV, my dad didn't want that. So I'm sure I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I was always told, oh, a red top tabloid has never been in our house, ever. What? Like the song the and song all that? The song and yeah. all that sort of, you the, the red tops no. from England would never be like that. Do they call them red tops? Uh, and then you get the broadsheets, which is the Financial Times. And yeah. The, Times yeah. Um, the tabloids would never, would never be entertained in our house. Yeah. Enough of that smart. Moving on to question number two. What even was question number one? I completely forgot. Agriculture. The best thing before sliced bread. Tiger Agriculture is like the last podcast. Yeah, it was the last one. Yeah, you missed it. Uh, last target. week? Yeah, last oh, week. So the next question, which I thought was actually quite cool, is what was your favourite game as a child? <laughs> Have you ever done a Rubik's Cube? What? A Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Yeah. Can you do it without, like, how long did it take you to do it? Oh, I probably came up halfway through and smashed it up against the wall. My quicks has been 20 minutes. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Rubik's Cube's a classic, you know? Uh, they always make a comeback. Uh-huh. Don't they always make a comeback? Did you ever play... We always used to play Blocky, have you heard of it? What? Blocky. What's that? Where everybody goes hide, goes and hides and you go. Everybody's a hide? What? Hold on. Everybody's a game. Hold on, the game's called Blocky. Right? So you go, you go get blocked and then everybody no, goes, no, goes no, and no, hide. No. Ah! Because no. no. I get high. Everybody I get goes high. and hides and then you count and whenever you run to the pole. You just hide yourself behind an inanimate <laughs> object. So and then you run to the phone and be like, blocking one, two, three, I am free. No, he's never heard of that. No, no. Okay. Connect four. That's chase. Connect four. Yeah. It's kinda of like thing. Who's who was a good game? Who's who? What else was there? There's a Mario. Uh, Super Mario. Oh, Mario. That's a genius app. Oh, Still I'm a genius app. <laughs> I am. Like I I Mario Kart. I could, I'd say I'm one of the best players in Mario all in all time. My God, that is a statement. On the no, honestly, like you fucking um, honestly, I'm next level shit with Mario. Like when, I think when challenge have you completed them? I completed fucking many times. So, I but that was like anything else. Shit. Can you remember Street Fighter? Yeah. Oh God, I played Street Fighter. I played, Street Fighter the night. I played it the other night. Did I played Mario the other night, and then like I, the person couldn't fucking believe how good my were. Didn't expect it. Just around someone's house. Just played Mario. Yeah, and fucking, I couldn't believe. Was it Kaya's house? No. She was playing Mario the other night too. That was me. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I thought she was playing it. Mario. I thought it was her. No, it's me. You see how good I am. No, I didn't watch it. What the? We fuck? had Sega Mega Drive. She put and that Tetris and everything. She thought it was her. Unreal. I was going with the friggin' new playing Mario. You're too young. I love Mario. Mario. I love Mario too. Do you know, I tell you about Mario, right? See Mario, I had to be brought to the Irish Irish doctor because <laughs> I played it so much my, my thumb turned purple. He was having too much fun with Mario. It was my thumb. I'm watching his purple warrior turn purple by <laughs> Super Mario. There's <laughs> actually one called Wario. What? Isn't there? What? Wario? He was playing with his controller too much. What do you, what's the, what's that? Wario, there's a, there's a, in Have Super Mario. Have you got a switch like no, Dr. Ross? Oh, I, but that was, that was in the later ones. That was in the later one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wario, he was like the bigger one with the yellow hat. Yeah, but I, yeah. that was, I, I'd grown out of that. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> it says the boy who uses the friggin' greatest Super Mario player ever in the world. Hey, I'm the greatest, sir. I'm one of the top, Did you play, like, Super Mario Rayman? Is it like a World Cup? No, but I, I, I can tell you, like, I, also, it was, it was Mario and the Nintendo that I was good at as well, but I would be one of the top people in the world. That that's just it's just a fucking thing. I have. Right, folks. Do you see if anybody's listening to this anywhere else in the world? That's a challenge and a half. That right? is a challenge. And Get half. yourselves over here. But you know, I'm not going to pay for the flight or accommodation. Let's have a flip of Mario off with Heath. <laughs> do you remember that film? Um, do you remember the film? You probably don't. Fred Savage was in the Wonder Years. Have you heard of it? Do you remember the Wonder Years? What? Uh, what did you call his wee girlfriend? Fuck, that's a good question. Like, it began with W. Was it like Winnie? It was Winnie. Yeah, Winnie. Good God, that was a great show. See when it ended, it I remember. I remember and his wee geeky episode. mate. Who's his wee geeky mate? And they always say the rumors were that that, that guy turned out to be Marilyn Manson. What? That, what? that was a, no, but it's not true. That was the whole. Ever, that, it was one of these that urban myths. Would be the coolest fact ever. The was I born before or after? Oh, oh, yeah. Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Yes. Usual. But that's his brother. Fred Savage was in the show oh, okay. on every Sunday, wasn't it? Hold on. Is Boy Meets World like 
A continuation of the years? No, it's his brother. In real life? In real life. They're Holy shit. Yeah, that was, Fred Savage is the one that was in the Wonder Years and his brother was... Fucking can't remember, but his brother was Savage anyway. <laughs> was Macho Man Randy Savage? Did you watch Boy Me Tour? Did you watch Boy Me Tour? No. Fuck I thought you. Randy Savage. But the, there was a show and it was set in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And it was called The Wonder Years. It was with this family going, it was a classic show. very, very good. And I remember the last ever episode. So it was really sad. Because I don't think he end, did he end up with money in the future? Did but he, what was the film? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, Fred yeah. Savage has a brother that was autistic. Okay. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it was one of my favourite films growing up. I watched it a million times. But there's this in California, believe it or not, mm-hmm. there's like a Nintendo, there was like, the, where they had the best players in the world would go mm-hmm. to, to, to play it. And do you remember the glove, Nintendo glove and all? No. I never there was had a Nintendo glove and I always wanted one but yeah. I never got one mm-hmm. it was a glove that had like a fucking joystick on it or yeah. something oh, it just stuck on it it was fucking <laughs> stupid looking but it wasn't stupid looking let, let me see if I can find it a Nintendo glove but at the end of it it's been, his brother is autistic okay. and has never recovered from their family down or something like that and then but his brother is just like the best Mario player in the world that's all about him getting across the California to the, this championship mm-hmm. And they go missing and all stuff. It's class. Um, Nintendo glove. Nintendo glove. I remember when we got Game Boy Advances, and instead of it being wireless, you had to like sit beside each other to play yeah. with this big USB cable attached. It was so good. Okay. <laughs> Fucking epic. I always wanted one. He's futuristic as fuck. No, it just looks like a magic glove you wore. Look at that. Yeah. That's the sort of glove that Chris would need. <laughs> <laughs> after his, and I'm doing this quotation marks, folks, after his thumb became purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm only joking, that was a joke. Here, the series where the bleeps happen. What did you say there? Did you ever have a PSP? Like, 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 My mate left me his PSP, right, and told me to keep it, mm-hmm. and I never played it. I loved all those games, like GTA and all that too. GTA, yeah. I love that. G- it was GTA 5, wasn't there? Like, the one that was out recently? Mm-hmm. Where you got, yeah, you yeah. got to pick like, your character you killed off and all mm-hmm. that there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I still play Football Manager 2008. I haven't played in a while. Oh, see what I do? That's, you know, whenever like um, you say probably, like, not, you know, where you say like uh, we were talking before off, cam- off camera, off the podcast, yeah. just about like you know, if you stay in bed too long or something like that, there, you know, right? Like procrastinating and stuff like that. See, yeah. but when I play Football Manager 2008, that's one of mine where I get the fuck all done because I become addicted to it. Right. But what I love about playing Football Manager 2008 is that I listen to podcasts. Whilst you're doing it? Yeah, yeah. and they sink in. I listen mm-hmm. to audiobooks. Because what's happening is your conscious mind is aware of doing something else. Yeah. So subconsciously you can absorb it. Very good. There you go. But I, that's why I love it. I love just zoning out, playing football manager, but listening to my podcast. That's a fucking. I'm going to do that actually. That's what I do whenever. All work done. Whenever I'm writing, I usually listen to my playlist, and even though I'm listening to music, I'm envisioning like the music in the story, so it's making me write yeah, more. Strange, but yeah, Very I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the final question for this episode is: If you could change anything about yourself, what would it be? If there is anything you'd change. Physically or otherwise? Yep. Anything at all. It doesn't have to be physical. It can be mental. It can be anything. I know exactly what mine would be. What? Which is, I would change me overthinking oh, everything. Yeah. 100%. Because there's been sometimes recently, I don't know why, but I've been going to bed and getting like palpitations and I have no clue why. I'm just like sitting in bed and my head's going a mile a minute and I'm like, would you just shut off? Rebecca, like, do you ever meditate? Nope. You have to start. It's just so... You have to start. Do you know why? Because you never give your, your mind a break. Mm-hmm. Physically, we give ourselves a break, right? Yeah. We're going to have some rest and recuperation. We never do it mentally. Mm-hmm. And if you're an overthinker like myself, you, yep. burn, you will burn out. You know, you're 25, 35, you will burn out. Yeah. Do you drink much caffeine I only drink tea. I don't drink... Well, I drink a usually decaf before I go to bed, but whenever... And I don't drink... Like, if I'm having Coke Zero, that would be, like, during the day. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I think it's because 
I'm coming home from, like, obviously working full time. You're coming home from work. And then I'm thinking, oh, like, if I met in the podcast, I'm only, I usually do that at the weekend. But I'm coming home and I'm like, oh, I need to write such and such. I'm going to give myself an hour. If I go for my walk, that's another hour added in. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to watch something. And then by the time I get to bed, it's 11. And I'm going over to my head, like, right, I'm doing this tomorrow, doing that, doing that. And I just can't shut off sometimes. Yeah. And then I'm, like, all jittery. And I'm going, what the hell is happening? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? And it kind of worries me a bit. I'm like, oh. Because you're not, that, as he said, I think that meditation would help you. Yeah. don't switch off. I'll send you, come on. But I'm scared of giving myself a break because you're like, oh, if I let this go one day, then it's not going to If you let what go? Like, say, like tonight, because I'm doing this, obviously, but I was going to go home and continue writing. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have the time to do that. I'll do double the work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of so, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of just being like, just calm down. Like, go home and relax. Yeah. I know. Relax. Jeez, life's too short. But I know. Go but overthinking would be the thing I changed. One thing 100%. I would change would be my, no, there's a bit of work in progress. My self-esteem is much higher than what it was five years in previous. I would have loved to have had a much healthier. I know why I had low self-esteem, but I would love to have had a much healthier self-esteem much, much earlier on. I would 100% have exactly different. That's a different thing than confidence. Mm-hmm. So I'd be quite a confident person where externally I'm showing a confident persona where I can go into a lecture theatre of 200, 250 young ones mm. and give a lecture and bloody account and say, that's no problem to yeah. me. But in terms of self-esteem, like for example, actually whenever I'm older, I'm getting better at this. But whenever I was in my teenage years and 20s, I wouldn't have talked to a girl to save myself because of self-esteem and what I thought about myself. You would look, I would have looked in the mirror and ridiculed everything about myself. <laughs> so if I was to change something it would have been that much earlier on in my life. Yeah. If, hindsight's a wonderful thing. If I had the wisdom now, if I had, my, if I had the wisdom at even 30, what I have now, <laughs> would have made a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well. I was kind of like that, exactly the same in high school too, where I would have been constantly thinking, oh, people are telling me I'm this, people are telling me I look like this, people are like that, blah, blah, blah. And that's in my head where I'm like, well, there's no point me trying or speaking to such and such because people are already telling me this is the way I am. Like what you're kind of saying, really? you know, thing. And now I'm kind of like, what were you thinking? Like, really? But the other difference is, especially for me, even in school, is that we didn't have access to information to find out what actually was going on with, yeah. your, with your mentality. Mm-hmm. We've all got access to all psychology stuff now. You can understand there are programs in schools that are making young ones aware of all this. Mm-hmm. You know, so therefore things that got you know, you get information and an opportunity to grow quicker. Mm-hmm. Um but hey, that's the way it is. It is what it is, you can't change it. So yeah. boom. Chris. Okay, I'm making this conversation. It's a really good conversation. <laughs> it's like we're usually laughing and joking now, but yeah. we're like all they're leveling out, like you know, do you want me to introduce a more spot? <laughs> what would you change what would I change well I'll tell you what I'm making a change at the minute because I'm not getting a sex change to worry to you <laughs> I always I always knew you had a wee bit of uh, something down there no like I'd, I'd say I am at my heaviest I've ever been not not the minute actually like a few weeks ago actually was right and I fucking none of my clothes fit you know so I'm like exactly I was buying these fucking t-shirts that were in Sainsbury's because uh, they have the fucking big t-shirts and all and I, was, I was, couldn't even fucking button my shirts like right and now now I cut out all the shit though I maybe haven't been the best today I had a few biscuits like um, but I've cut out all the shit for three weeks and now my shirts are starting to fit me again now so I'm on the right track and I'm yep. back to the gym um, and I'm probably walking more and I want to start walking which should we want for a walk James good oh, yeah, one that was a cracker out. yeah it's a good walk out there uh, down to Titanic or something like that there was nice I, I love it back down there mm-hmm. that's a good walker but that's what I'm saying so like I, that's what I want to change because I don't want to be I'm 36 now I don't want to be fucking like fucking I, I want to wear nice clothes and I want to look presentable but you can't when you're fucking weight on you well I feel exactly the same right so I've got this conscious you're doing videos for me yeah I feel very conscious for doing them because of the way I'm feeling them really. or not the turning but actually ex- my external appearance and what I'm feeling about that internally um, so for example up to about five years ago I was known for my fashion sense I was always a powerlifter played Gaelic all, all my life and was always very very fit done par- got injured whatever done powerlifting was always fairly well muscular and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I could have worn t-shirts 
and nice slim fitting shirts and was very fashionable in that it was called the hairdresser and work away. Just in the last five years, just with circumstances with work, with life coming and kicking mm-hmm. in the arse. And also with the convenience lifestyle that we have. So you're working late and you drive home and you pop pop into the chippy. It's so bloody easy mm-hmm. to, to, to go into that. Yeah. But I know there's a cop out and I know personal trainers and all these people say James Strong and Chick. But this year in 2019 is the first year in my life I've been unable to out train a bad diet. This year as well in 2019 is also the first year I have not been motivated to train. Mm. And it's been mad. So I've been exactly the same as you, Chris. Yeah. I was at a funeral last week. I couldn't get a suit to fit me. Ah, fuck here, man. Tell me about this. I couldn't get a suit to fit me. And I bought my call of actually my fat shirts. Mm. Right? But I've rung a PT this week. Uh And the frigate. The other thing is this, right? And this is whenever I'm older and the priorities change. So I pay 30 quid a month to go to Down Leisure Centre, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I've been a member now since June. And I've been three times. Yeah. Aye, you'll get them a message back, James. Look, I done a 195 mile walk around the Himalayas. You came back in really good shape. And yeah. half. I was back in good shape, but then the motivation drifted again yeah. because I'm older and life kicks in and gets a bit more serious. So you need to have other accountability things in place. So you've got Paul on your back. No, it's not It's not that. It's actually, no, I just want the word. I just so you're holding yourself accountable. I'm holding myself accountable, but I I'm doing like this here. Like I'm like right. I hate not being able to fit into my clothes. Even like even my fucking big clothes. If you know what I mean, I haven't been able to fit into. So like that's when you know. And then when I always know when I put too much weight on me, my feet start to hurt. Like I start to get like uh, you know like there's like a vein runs in your foot, mm. and that's st- starts to t- t- I got a wee roller and all the fucking roll it out. No, but anyway. So I was like fuck. I I said to myself right. I'm gonna take it day by day. And I took it day by day and I fucking didn't. I, I cut all of it out and then eventually then the, the what do you call them, the cravings and all were away. Mm-hmm. And I could do it like, you know, so but today now I was fucking starving, like but I, uh, I had I had Have you cut your calories in? Yeah, I, when I cut out shit, I lose weight. Yeah. Simple as that. Right. You know that that's like I don't always go out and eat takeaways, it's like that's what Paul Murray was like saying to me. He's like, oh, you'd love this uh, idea for a curry and blend this stuff and all. Because you, because I'm like, why are you saying this to me? Because you, because you like takeaways. I'm like, I don't like takeaways. It's not that I don't like them. I do like takeaways, but I don't. I'm not always eating takeaways. Yeah. It's the shit at home mm-hmm. when it's at night. When Absolutely. it's at night and Absolutely. and like you're you're bored or you're bored. It's comfort. Absolutely. It's like you just want to fucking feel feel like this is getting deep. You want to feel something. something. Yeah. You're, you're, you're actually actively doing something. Yeah. And do you know something that I actually easy. Be, I'm going to blame the phone in this mm-hmm. because we're conditioned to always be active and our mm-hmm. brain has always been bombarded with stuff whenever you stop doing that stuff you have to compensate by doing something else what do you do you walk to the flipping cupboard and get mm-hmm. a little biscuits yeah. even the act of doing it is to keep you active it's mental yeah. well see I rem- whenever I was in high school I left but I think at my biggest I was 17 stone when I was 16 15 and how I lost the weight was what did I do I started drinking water and cut out all the shit as you say but then I put a bit more back on about four or five years ago and I lost it again because I do a four mile walk usually every night around Delmont mm-hmm. and I've been doing that with my brother for about four years now Brilliant. but it's not really exercise to me now it just gets you outside of the house and gets you know yeah. you have a good laugh and stuff like that yeah, I don't really, I know I'm never, If I think I checked like the BMI, which is a load of shit, that and I was supposed shit. to be like it's 8 stone, that, yeah. which I would look ridiculous, I think I'm like 12 stone at the minute, I wore a size 14, and as in the previous podcast title ages ago was child burn hips, which I'm never going to get rid of my curves, but I like my curves, but and you know what I mean? So you look at, you look at Marlon, we've talked to this before, you yeah. Marlon Monroe way, way back, there's that famous photograph of her sitting there mm-hmm. with... But a flab on her. Yep. And she looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you had, if you were eight stones, there'd be no boobs or bum there for that. Nothing. There'd be, literally my head be huge. My head be like massive be like, and I'd be like, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> like a wee freaking Frankie matchstick there. Yeah, I'd be walking yeah. in and being like, Frankie, Frankie can you hold the laptop? Because can't hold it. It's exactly what it'd be like. But yeah, I understand what you mean. Like now I don't actually... I haven't stood in the scales for about 
a year because I just go on my trousers fitting and on my trousers fit then yeah. I'm happy. But again, it's social media bombardment of bullshit. Yeah, see, I don't. See, I only go on Instagram now to do this and to look up the film updates. I do not look at anybody else. Anybody I follow who I know, whether it's my brother or it's Brooke or whoever, like, I just, no. But like, no. even my, you know, once I, if I'm looking well and feeling good and that sort of stuff, it does impact my self-esteem mm-hmm. in terms of the, especially, it used to be years ago, say 10 years ago, whatever. Whenever I got over that bit, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I locked myself in the house in my late teens and early 20s. I never went out of the house, right? Same. And honestly, I didn't leave the house. I went to uni and I didn't do the uni next day. Mm. Okay, a couple of reasons. My mum wasn't well. I was looking after her. But I actually didn't leave the house. And I had friends of mine tell me, right, come on out. And I didn't. So there was the other thing was my legs were wrecked. So I had a football injury that took five years to get sorted out. And because I couldn't even walk the length of myself, I ballooned in weight. Mm. Going from somebody who was flat out playing Gaelic, you know, 14 and 15, starting to play senior football, doing really well. Anyway, so there was a couple of, you know, they get these watershed moments that moments that change your yeah. life in certain ways. And I always remember a cousin of mine get married. Her her wedding reception was in Sleep Donard Hotel. And we were sitting at the tables. And all the cousins were sitting at one table. I was the only single one. And there must have been like 15 at this one table. Mm. And I was the only single one. And I went, James, get yourself in action again. Yeah. So about six months after that, I got my legs operated on. I got contact lenses, which I had never worn contacts in about five years because I couldn't play football. Mm-hmm. And the operation, I think I lost two stone in about six weeks because of the operation. Mm-hmm. And the big thing was to recover from my injuries. I had to do physiotherapy, which was to go cycling in the gym and to go to the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And I then found the love of I loved lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And that changed things. Absolutely. I then went and um, started going out to nightclubs and stuff. Felt great. I then met a girl at 23. My first ever girlfriend. I was 23 years of age. Now that's incredibly late. Mm. But hey, that is what it is. But that's what the self-esteem issue done to me. I locked myself in the damn house. Yeah. Um, but then I started going with her. My confidence then, or my, sorry, my self-esteem went better, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just trying to learn from it and yeah. keep that up. I get the routine going, which I've slipped out in the last... Definitely in the last six months. Here you get back into it. It's so weird listening to that because obviously we're off like a different age, like difference, but you obviously had sort of the similar experience I had in high school, like self esteem wise. I had similar experience. Yeah, it's just. That's what I was like. I I fucking hated school. Like, I really did. And I just didn't. I felt that I was in school. I loved school. I just hated the people in it. I hated it. I was was lucky in that. The whole population of Lockin Island essentially was transferred to some yeah. across car. Mm. So I had all my mates around me all mm. the time. Yeah. And like I think I didn't get bullied. Well, in school it was a different story because mm. I was quite big. Like I was very broad and I wasn't bad at Gaelic. So anytime those football teams I was sort of probably looked on. <sighs> Let's put it like this. I was never seen as one of the cool kids, the ultra cool kids, mm. but I was one of the respected ones. Yeah. Because the ultra cool kids were probably my mates, there was no problem. Yeah. Right? So you're talking about, let's put it like this. I never sat in the back seat of the bus, mm-hmm. but I sat in the second last seat in the bus. Okay. That's where I was. Yeah. And then I was captain of every Gaelic team and soccer team across mm-hmm. our school. No matter what year I was captain. And then it was me and head boy. And I remember the boys loved it and I head boy because they respected me. I wasn't one of these sort of liquors yeah. boys. The number of fights I had across car school was, was mental. Mm. But I had the, <laughs> remember one of the form teachers turned around and said, James Perry never had the brains never get caught. Well, that was true. I had the brains never get caught or anything. Mm-hmm. I was up to everything across car school. <laughs> Beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. If somebody gubbed at me, I smacked them on. But I never got caught. Yeah. And it was just school, secondary school to me was brilliant. I adored it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then maybe get into other things and you grow up and you go into your late teenage years and you get all that angst and you get all that stuff mm-hmm. you have to deal with that's hard I think I have the hardest times of my life like the teenage years like you know I would agree just I I, I think like because uh, I went to an old boys school as well mm. and because like I wasn't allowed to go to Hilltown or anything like that Hilltown Disco was and stuff, I wasn't allowed to go to did you understand then oh, similar, yeah. so that, it's like and then like even like with girls and all and stuff, like I, you're not, 
you're not socialized with them. Mm-hmm. No, and it's like they become like these like like different species. They are different species, but like that, it's like and then like I had girls that like like ask me out or something like that there, and I'd be like, "You're taking a piss out of me," you know that sort of thing. So it's like, I had the exact same. You know, so it's like same. I remember this girl fucking walking down and all, and she asked me out, and I was like, I was like. Now I've got a girlfriend, just like three years older than me or something. And I was like, fucking, and there wasn't. And I just was trying to, I thought she was taking the piss out of me and all. And then, then you got like the old Dawson's Creek syndrome where there's like, there's always a girl who you were supposed to fucking like, marry or something yeah. like that when you're, and be with. Yeah. And yeah. it never happened because you never made the move. Mm-hmm. And this, like, for instance, this girl messaged me recently and all. And she's like, I really fancied you back in the day and all. And like, I, like, um, and I said, like, I fancied you too, like, you know, but it's like, uh, just. What's your favorite? Like, fuck, she might be listening to this. Like, she's married, so I can't, I'm not saying anything bad. Oh, you said about this girl. Lovely person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying anything But anyway, she's like, she's lovely, she's a lovely girl and friend, like, and right. I keep in touch with her, like, but like that, and then, like, uh, she went out with my mate and all, and I was like, fucking, ah, oh, you know, devastated a wee bit, and like, uh, like I wonder what she was in the camp then. So probably something else then. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. Like so, you're like it was only whenever I went to uh, tech, things changed mm-hmm. because when I went to tech, I fucking I reinvented myself. Yeah. I went to tech. The first time I went to tech actually was my friend. Like this is going under. This is it's getting deep. And I committed suicide, right? And it was GCSE times, right? And I think I was really depressed. I actually think it was January fucking depressed yeah. I couldn't get out of bed like I, I actually my dad only for my dad who like trailed me out and it was tough love like he grabbed me and trailed me out, physically trailed mm-hmm. me out of bed you're not laying in bed all summer you're getting out Yeah. you know they wouldn't do that now because <laughs> so like I think that summer and I didn't that time around the time I didn't study for my GCSEs mm-hmm. and I ended up leaving school I went to grammar school which it doesn't, doesn't make any difference but I left with my English GCSE and art, right. and I failed everything else because I didn't pick up a book. I would, my dad would like, um, I had a computer and I played Championship Manager, funny enough, not the same. <laughs> and I, he would come upstairs to see if I was studying, and I would put a book over the, the, I would turn the fucking monitor off, put a book over the light, and say, Yeah, yeah I'm studying, but it wasn't, yeah. right? So then I went back to tech and done my GCSEs, mm-hmm. and I, I've, I, I, so I've got fucking mad number GCSEs. Like, I, I ended up like probably, I probably be fucking 13 or something. Like that. <laughs> it's mental, like, right? I didn't study for them either. And I fucking passed every single one of them, you know, that sort of thing. And like, uh, but the point is, I was able to see tech, if, like, a year sort of there. I sort of like found my feet. And then the next year, I, I started doing media. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I just called natural to me. So, so like I would have like I started specking my hair up and all and stuff and then he started getting all his attention going to the forge do you remember the forge if you remember oh and, it was the old course yeah uh, he went to the forge and all and then started working in super value and then like uh, like you were fucking kind we carried on something shocking in super value <laughs> life started to, to happen then. ah fuck I because you started to get a bit of confidence you know and, yeah. and like like uh, fucking carrying on the fridge and all like the, the, just carry on with the fridge with the girls at the deli counter <laughs> <laughs> So I give away the secrets, but no, what I'm saying is, yeah. So I had similar experiences, yeah. but like, yeah, you used, used actually nice school, but I hated it. Well, I, see, I love doing it. Like, I love the work. I love like even in uni and stuff. I love going to the lectures. I love doing everything. But I had sort of a similar thing in high school where I don't know why, but because all the other girls were kind of popular and they were skinny and they're this or wearing makeup, I just thought there's no point in me even looking at any of these guys because they're obviously not going to go for me. They're going to go for them. But that was such low self-esteem oh, to me. So I was like, what are you doing? And I felt like that for ages. I left school and maybe up until about 20, I would say. Not going to lie, because I was just like, there's no point in even trying. But, don't even make eye contact. I don't know. It was just that. Can I ask you a question? I mean, Where are these girls now? Well... No, what I'm saying, what my point is, you, you ever see there's a, there's a common well, theme. What, what are they doing? Uh, I, so most of them just have kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. There's a common yeah. theme here, right? That I think like, uh, it's like a, a role reversal. When you're shy as a youngster, you're an extrovert as as an adult. When you're an extrovert as a youngster, how many people do you know were masters? And you grew up and you you grew up, yeah, yeah, your, your year was the defining moment for Nessers because I know 
load of them, and you came up with a group of characters like Bronski and all and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these people were, were fucking characters, right? And the the what I'm saying is like them people end up being introverts as older. That's just my experience. Do you know the analogy? The analogy is of the swan, where you yeah. come along as the ugly duckling. And then you morph into the most beautiful swan. And then I morph back into the ugly duckling. That's fair enough. But what, what happened in my life in that was I went through a number of picks and troughs and that, right? Mm-hmm. So, as I say, teenage years. The other thing is I didn't do the typical teenage years and I didn't do typical uni because not only did I have this low self-esteem, I know why, it's because I had the, a massive responsibility of looking after my mum. Mm-hmm full time with my dad right so yeah. I had to live at home I couldn't travel and live in uni because I had to give my dad some sort of life so he had to go out I had to stay home with my mum so there was that responsibility that basically I, was it tough not really because I was so used to it but it restricted me and look do I have depression yes I do I do and like we were talking about beforehand mm-hmm. I slipped into the depths of depression at the weekend because it was partly, again, I'm looking after my dad, and, I, and part of me was going, boo-hoo, poor James, I, my life is restricted yet again. Yeah. Right? And that's where I went, where I'm completely shackled to caring again for a parent. But like I said to you before, that's actually more of a blessing. It's 99% of a blessing in that respect. But the second watershed moment came for me. The first watershed, I was at 22. Got myself sorted out, got training again. Went with a girl for seven years, then single again, and with loads of girls, you know, dating and all that. Not a problem, it was great. Then I went with another girl who, there's probably two girls in my life, I've said, attracted, attraction-wise, mm-hmm. have been the two most beautiful girls I've ever seen in terms of my jaw hitting the floor. Yeah. First time I've seen them, so I went with this first girl. Um, and I've probably went, I've went out with the two of them, actually. Mm-hmm. And went out with the first girl, and that was a very different type of relationship. But I thought I'd made it. Yeah. Right? I thought, wow. And that's why jokingly, not jokingly, it's actually serious whenever people were saying the sexual intercourse, sir. I said mental intercourse. Mm-hmm. It was that time in my life where I realized that's just as important. Yeah. So not only is a physical attraction important to me, but I also have to be stimulated intellectually. Mm-hmm. And I did not have that. Right? She was stunning. We had bugger all in common. We started talking about getting married. We pipe up money down, initial money on a, on a off plan for a house mm-hmm. and then I finished it because I knew it it just couldn't happen we just couldn't get married so that was at 35 I finished it there was an incident that happened okay I'm not going to say what it was but it then started this trigger of events of stuff because I didn't do normal teenage years mm-hmm. I didn't I had all the angst but I'd never had the outlet mm-hmm. to get rid of it it happened at 35 right I bottled so much shit up mm-hmm. up until I was 35. So, what, a little over four and a half years ago, 25th of June, 2015, I remember looking up suicide on the internet. And I was going to ask my dad to section me in Morty's Morning on that day. Mm-hmm. Right? So, this was a watershed 18 months. So, it's called very dramatically the dark night of the soul. Right? Mm-hmm. And I went through this purging of myself at the age of 35 to about 36 and a half. Now, was it teenage years too late or midlife crisis too early? Don't know. But by frig, it was one hard 18 months. Yeah. And I went through complete fucking torture for 18 months. So it dropped religion. I didn't want to go on the career path I wanted to go on. I was... So to, to be perfectly honest with you, what happened was I put so much reliance on Women making me happy. Mm-hmm. Just like I've said to you before, a woman is a trigger for me. Why? Because I didn't have that strong female influence in my life. My mum became my child when I was 14. Yeah. Sorry, my mum became my child when I was four. Yeah. I was primary care for my mother since age of four. So I didn't have that. So I was looking for some validation of female. So that's the reason why then, and then I just seen it and... Up until that point, if you said to me psychology, I would have laughed at you. I'm mm-hmm. fluffy bullshit. I've got my life in control. I'm an accountant. I'm very logical. And this is the way it works. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Then that disappears. You go, what the fuck am I, am I left with? And that's what happened to 35. And that's the reason why now I do what I do because I gained clarity in that 18 months yeah. of the world is bullshit. 
and you go and carve your own path and then do what you want to do. So it's kind of weird that you say that about the mental and physical side of things because like I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, this girl's got a six pack, blah, 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 but I couldn't curve what they have. If I cannot maintain a conversation or if you're not like generally good, a good person, I could not curve what you look like. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. If you're not matched on the mental level and you're not, you don't have certain things in common, maybe you don't have to have everything in common, but if you, fair enough, yes, looks is a good thing if you're attracted to the person, but at the at the end of the day, you're not going to want to sit in the room with someone who might be out of this world, but you can't speak to them because you literally have bugger all in common. No, I'm just going to caveat this. The girl that I went with for three and a half years, who was stunningly beautiful, in my opinion, was a, was a nice person, right? Like, I'll never say that. Um, or Joey were just chalk and cheese and took yeah. me a long time to work that out. That's mm. all I'll say. Um, she had a very different outlook in life yeah. to what I have now. <laughs> so that just didn't work. And then the other... The other girl who me and my jaw hit the ground the first time I seen her, I went with her about three or four months around the summer. Mm. Um, and again, that just didn't work out, which is fine. But it's got its own challenges in terms of finding somebody. Yeah. Because the other thing is that is maybe being a limitation for me is because I was brought up in just a house of absolute devotion where my father sacrificed his entire life for my mum mm-hmm. and to rear me by himself. I was brought up in this fairy tale Hollywood la la land of expectation of this is the way love is. Now I've been I've seen the absolute pinnacle of love. Mm-hmm. Seen reality. It's damn hard to get. Yeah, it's like my mum and dad have been together since they were like sixteen, and yes, they've had their fights and arguments and stuff, but they have always been together and they've never been apart. And I'm like, that's what I would want. But yeah, as you say, like it's so hard to find. That's exceptional. It is mm-hmm. exceptional. Um, the reason why I was never fighting her is because my mum lost her voice and she couldn't talk. You know what I mean? Whenever mm-hmm. she was in the, in the unfortunate state that she was in. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's funny how these things mold you. And it's only the realisation now of how my childhood affected me. Now, don't get me wrong. It limited me in so many ways, but by frig, it gave me some strong values. Yeah. And it made me who I am in that respect. Mm-hmm. Now, I could not have this conversation with you at the weekend. Is it funny how things work out? It's funny how uh, a bit of laughter and a bit of uh, release yeah. can fucking... Momentum is a massive thing. That's frig at the weekend. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not grumpy. Mm. You see, when you're... I think as well, when you're... When you isolate yourself from people... Oh, completely. And I've done it. I, I yeah. do it. Like, right? When you isolate yourself, you just want to be... You, you want to be by yourself. Like, Which right? is actually against us naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're empathetic. We want to be with people. We want to help people. Yeah. We naturally love the crowd. It's all about connection, man. So it's all about isolation connection. is against what we do. But you yeah. still go and do it. And then once you get a wee bit of crack, you'll get more crack. So momentum's yeah. a powerful thing, like, right? It's like even whenever you're in your darkest moment or whatever like that the smallest step can take you in the right direction, you know, that sort of thing out of it, but it might not feel like it, but even a friend, you know, like, you know, do you want to go out there or whatever, like out there for a walk or something like that there, that could just spark something, yeah. you know, and then change your fucking whole direct mm-hmm. direction, directory. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's like a very deep, didn't it? Oh, was actually I tell you what, that's one of my favourite ones. That is. That's well, actually, what was the question? The question was, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> If you could change anything about yourself, what would it be? That's a, that's one of the best questions ever. That was a very, very good question, Rebecca. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which which has outweighed all the smut in the last... Yeah. Uh, no, it hasn't. That was quite good. No, it was <laughs> I'm sure there was smut in there somewhere. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Should we finish on that note? That's, if, if that was her... That would be your T-shirt. Do you want to first go for it? Oh, that would okay. be your T-shirt. Well... It, should we finish on that note? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it one My t-shirt would just be cunt over it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag wank nuts. Yeah, wank nuts. Wank nuts. Wank nuts. Did you ask what your favourite word did you or something? Yeah, that's what I actually thought that was the second oh, thing I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Oh. So we'll do one flashcard for you then. So it is. Any advice or have you ever had one of these x-rays? Yeah, I've had an actually. But I'll tell you what, my, I played. I was playing football with my friend, Cavi Ross from Coscar. Who? I think it was Cavi. Yeah, it was Cavi. Uh, it was Christine Ross' sister? Yeah, brother. Um, the, and no, Christine, <laughs> Ross, Christine is not the brother. Oh, I thought you said it. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's Cavi, Christine's sister, and I was like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, so like Cavi, we were playing, I, I was doing nets, and he hit this shot, and I went to save it, and my wrist went against the post. Ah, oh, brilliant. And I was like, fuck, that's so sore, and all. I'm at home, and my mum took me into the A&E, and they said, nah, it's not broke, nah, it's not broke or anything, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just here, bands it up, and away you go. But, like, it was so sore, even, like, two weeks after it was sore. So my mum took me back, and they are like, nah, it's not broke, it's not broke. But we actually had anyway, and it was broken two places and out of place, and they never set it back. So I have a, it's like a, even... What, uh, what wrist is it? It's, it's, a, it's... It's a wrist. Is it the same, it it the same one as the purple foam? <laughs> You're getting worse than me. <laughs> You're definitely hanging about lost too much. I know, that's right. Um, yeah. uh, genuinely, is it your right wrist? It's my right wrist. Does yeah. it affect you right? No, I'm left-handed. Are you? Oh, well, that's right. You are left-handed. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah, left-handed. Left-footed and left-handed. Are you? Yeah. I've only ever had one. That's your career side, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I've only ever... I think I had an x-ray whenever, whenever I was 11. I got hit in the head. By my brother's best friend with a golf ball. And well, that explains everything. Well, see, <laughs> two things was I always remember after I got hit in the head with a golf ball, I always remember reading that because I love books. Roald Dahl, I read like Matilda, BFG and all. He actually got hit in the head. He got injured in the war, and that's whenever he came out of the war and started writing the books. So I was like, hmm, am I ever going to be an author? <laughs> but um, secondly, was after I got hit in the head with a golf ball, I started playing golf. Which is strange. Yeah. But yeah, I got extra. You still play golf? I do, yeah. Wait, she's drew one of the best ones, aren't you? There? I am. Um, I think I'm the lowest in the women's. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Do you know a girl in Kay? Maeve? No. No. There's ones up in Kilkeel. They're all big into the golf. It's just because I know the, the family to do it. So well, I forget their first name. Who mm. <laughs> 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 listens to this in Kilkeel? <laughs> Probably there's a good fish and chip shop in Kilkee. Ah, the, the galley. I was in there yesterday. Yeah, nice. With my dad. Uh, nice. Nice. Or two days ago, did you see the photograph I put up with the Isle of Man? No. So, what well, I think you did, because you oh, freaking liked it, you dick. Was that the one we were wearing in the Gilly No, that was <laughs> flipping Peru. What two, was that? Two days ago. The Kilkenny Hurling. Kilkenny Hurling. Yeah, my brother's yeah. got it. Same one. What one was it? <laughs> so, the, the, day, the day before... Um, so my dad was in hospital, got a good wee yes, re- yes. got a good wee report from hospital. Mm-hmm. We went to Analong actually for from Don Donald. We went to Analong for um something to eat. And on the way back you could see the Isle of Man as clear as day from the County Down Coast. Mm-hmm. And so I got to go that was a cracker picture. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. But the reason why it was so good and I had friends over in the Isle of Man and used to do a bit of work in the Isle of Man. And the reason why this was a rare photograph, not rare, but there's a really tiny, tiny, tiny island mm. off the Isle of Man. It's called the Calf of Man. Mm. And you can see the whole profile of the Isle of Man and the Calf of Man off the side. Oh. And so I got a photograph of St. John's Point Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And then the whole of the Isle of Man and the Calf of Man. That was really, really cool. Don't know why I said that. Why did I say that? Because of Kilkeel. Yeah. <laughs> but Jack, well, from Kilkeel are not coming back. That's, what, that's the, my friend always said. Stay away from one woman. They're crazy. Addy call, Addy call. And I did meet one and she was crazy as fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> You've said this about somewhere else. It's probably Kilkeen. They're all <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's it's well, got to the point where it's like, well. it's like it's here, it's like, maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah. Are women all crazy? Or yeah. man crazy. What is your thought on that? I think Rebecca? there's a mix. I wouldn't consider myself crazy. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself normal. I would say I'm a bit weird, but who wants to be normal at the end of the day? But crazy? No. I don't think so. Do you yeah. think I'm crazy? I don't think you're crazy. James, do you think I'm crazy? No. Yeah. I don't think you're too crazy. Oh, I am. Wait, but just fuck agents. I just said <laughs> But, you know, like, I think as you get older, you care less. Yeah. And you're, you become, your personality comes out more. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually don't give a fuck. Like, like, someone said to me the other day, I put a smiley face in an email. And the email came back really professional. <laughs> 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 to say, don't be sending the fucking smiley But I will. I'll send two smiley faces the next Friday. time. Friday. I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a rock and roll star. I'm becoming more like an outlaw. So yeah, um, you're a kid, Bentley. And fucking, but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm becoming more because you don't give a fuck anymore. Because like, what can people do to you? Well, they say a, ma- a, man, a man's prime 
Think and Grow Rich, you know why I like that book? Yes. Well, Napoleon Hill has, he basically said that a man's um, prime doesn't start until he's 40. I agree. And you also say, so, I've said this another thing in the last couple of weeks, a fellow saying that a man's prime is between 35 and 45. So he said that to you? I can't remember who that was. But he said what? He said what? That, that exactly. A man's prime is between 35 and 45 mm-hmm. because you're starting to understand what the hell you're, at, you're on about. Mm-hmm. You know I understand women, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we'll ever do that. No. I'd say uh, the good old, what is it, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Well, well see, I see, don't understand men ever. I'm like, no, but like what do you think about this? Here's, here's a question, right? What do you think about, like, there, there's like, there's rules and there's regulations and there's games. People play games. Okay. And I'll say, what do you think of that? Like, do you think? Those shit. You think so of shit? What games? Those yeah. shit. Do you think they do exist or they don't exist? What? Games, people play games. Absolutely, most people do it. And yeah. I think it's shite. Just be yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Friggin' I can't. all no time. Time. Games, no time. All no this time manipulation, games. all this pretense that you are somebody there that are not, all this fakery for through fucking social media. It's a load of bollocks. Yeah. That's my, that's my opinion on it. It's yeah. warped people's minds, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, and especially with texting and all. And, and messaging people and all if people don't reply back to you like and then they're like well they didn't reply back to me for an hour so I'm going to not reply back to them for two hours and, and all See, you know shit. what I, you know what I do with that I've turned off on WhatsApp and all the other stuff Instagram and all I've just turned off the blue text everything that people can say oh she's online blah 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 I'm like no I couldn't care whether you're online can and you do I, yeah you can turn off so on Instagram you can usually tell if someone's been online and you know say you've I wrote a message to you and you haven't wrote back to me but I know you're online yeah. that's just like no who cares can you, like, can but you? how mental is the world if that's your metrics on stuff yeah that you have to understand when somebody's online yeah how mental any, is the it, world there could be any situation like a thousand situations why someone hasn't replied to you and don't get me wrong you know what I mean? I've thought of myself yeah, well, I text everybody a woman thought it, yeah. And they haven't got back, you sort of the, the, the seed of doubt crap. Yeah. That's a psychological fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking internet has sent us all crazy. Yep. It has, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, it's great, and great in one hand, it's a fucking, like, next YouTube and all. YouTube's one of the greatest events of all time, but on the other hand, it's like, it's created this whole, like, Dependency on. I remember my friend working car for my friends all work all couple my friends working car from our house. Mm-hmm. I remember twenty years ago saying to them, maybe twenty years ago, maybe fifteen years ago, saying to them, working a mobile phone go now. These are going to be out of a job in like fucking two years. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, I I like I said that you know. So like you think about it, like that's people are just attached. Like it's like that you can tell someone by their their homepage. So you can't like what's on the homepage of your phone? It's funny. Um, Tell me if you're your apps. I've got BBC News, Movie Database. Well, you love movies. Dominoes. So you, <laughs> you love pizza. There's Instagram there too and Pinterest. Right. What do you have, James? YouTube. YouTube's on. LinkedIn. I have LinkedIn and Facebook, but only put them on tonight. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's like, I have Netflix. I love film mm-hmm. TV, right? Sky Sports, I love football. Sky News, you like to keep up to date with the entertainment talk sport. YouTube, IMDb, Internet Map, Movie Database, you know, that, that you know, like that tells a lot about you. You don't even realise it. But this is a, I was watching a wee bit of, I probably told you before about this thing called Zeitgeist. Yes, right, that. Right. So Zeitgeist, what the frick does Zeitgeist mean? Zeitgeist, I think it's German of the spirit of the ages or something like that. But this guy put together as a dramatisation this film about 10, 12 years ago and went completely viral around the world. Yeah. Right? Now, he has said that it's a dramatization as like a bit of expression, right? He never said it really was fact. Yeah. But he's done a damn good job at putting things and theories together to debunk things. With Jesus and all that. So he put this thing together about religion. Um, he put a thing together about 9-11 mm-hmm. and then about the money monetary system. Yeah. I'm a qualified accountant. I didn't know that this happened mm-hmm. in terms of monetary system. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that he then went on to a wee bit. There's a second film called Zeitgeist Addendum, the second film on it, um, because the first one became so popular, and one bit was the impact of technology. Mm-hmm. So, an automation. And his whole thing is that he's going to capitalist systems bullshit, because some people are so wealthy, and some are so poor. He said he is talking about a resource-based economy mm-hmm. that happened in ancient times, where he wants to scrap money. 
He actually wants to scrap it. Money's always. being scrapped, like. He wants to, but no, no, money will never be scrapped. Oh, well, I, I the meant, method of money yeah. is, will be scrapped. It's changed. Mm. It's now went to a card. It's still money. But he wants to scrap money. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of money. Mm. He is saying if there's no money and no capitalism, laws will be scrapped because people will not be fixated or commit crimes to get money. And he says the resource-based economy basically is that there's so many, we've got so many resources here mm-hmm. on this planet to sustain everybody. What the fuck is it actually all about? And what he was talking about automation was that technology should be automated and are, should be enhanced to help humanity. So you have no need for money. Actually, in theory, people have no need to work. Yeah. But the, them ones who are like the 1%, they will always want to keep people. Absolutely. So it's greed yeah. that, it's actually that frigs it all up. Strange. You didn't see a program on it. was like Britain's tribe family, I think it was called. No. But it's, have you ever heard of Scarlett Moffat? She was off yeah. Gogglebox. Well, her, her mum, her sister and her dad, they basically built their house a replica in um, Namibia. And they were with a tribe. Mm-hmm. And that tribe... Like, the kids were so happy. They obviously just had their own gear and stuff on. And I was, like, nearly... I was so emotional watching this. And my mom, my brother, too, because the tribeswomen went in. They didn't know what a bell was. So they rung the bell. And they were like, oh, my God, this is a house bell. And they went in. And that woman, the tribe woman, had never been up a set of stairs. And Scarlett helped her up the stairs. And it was so emotional because I was like, here's a woman. that They have no technology. And they're fascinated by what these stairs are. And the men were like, why do you have a second floor in your house? And it's just so, it's so weird because then they were saying to Scarlett, because she's obviously, she's been up and down in her weight. Yeah. They were like, your body is beautiful. How can you she, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. And we celebrate women like this and obviously. she did not want to she like. She seems a nice girl. Yeah. She did not want to come out of her clothes or anything. And they were like, how can you not? Like, we would love what you have. The men here, like men and us, we love having fat because obviously they don't have like as much food and stuff as what we so have to you know, respect. They see it as yeah, they see she, it. Like did she went to celebrity get married here? Yeah, she did. Which colour? Scarlet Moffat. She was know. on Gogglebox. She was really funny in it. But just watching that woman like going up the stairs, like she was like Was she the vicar? What? On Gogglebox. No, but that's a... Kate somewhere she's called. Yeah. I have only think of one ever seen that one Yeah. But yeah, I think them ones don't have technology. There's a lot of tribes out there that don't. And people, have you ever seen those tribes too that are on the beaches and they've shown pictures of them with spears, like with the helicopters and stuff? Because people are, the media are wanting to invade them. And this is way out. Like, just let them be. That's the way they Sure, do. look at the fires in Brazil there like a month ago. Hmm. And basically, how many tribes did it kill? Like, that's forgotten about now. Yeah. That's forgotten uh, about. Since it was mm-hmm. never on the news. Running was only never on the news media. anymore because of all the other bullshit that's going on. Yeah. Um, but this zeitgeist thing, like they're fighting a losing battle because capitalism is here to stay potentially, um, or if capitalism falls, you know, communism fail, uh, fascism fail. I can see capitalism fail, fail or fall unless there was a major. You like know, somebody took out the whole internet or something yeah. like that. You know, so that may never so fall. You know? Or if it does, what other system comes into place? But it will be dictated by greed in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. As much as much as the intentions are, it's like socialism, right? The theory of socialism, socialism is that everybody's got an equal say. Is brilliant, right? It was just communism fucked it up. Yeah. Because the state took everything and never gave it back. <laughs> right? <laughs> Basically, but that is a fairly good idea, but it'll never happen because. Friggin' go back to our mindset. Humanity's greed will always come to the fore. Yeah. But that's what good old technology, he was saying automation should be helping humanity rather than holding us back. And because of greed is actually holding us back, mm-hmm. in theory, we should not have jobs. Automation should be doing everything for us and we should be kicking back and just helping each other. But there you go. James Perry for present. JPP. JPP. <laughs> That's another merch shirt Jim, there. James Perry presents for president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Perry presents is going to be making a bit of a comeback potentially next year. You should get a t-shirt made up. James Perry presents on. Just uh, I need to get Do you need to get, I need to get a proper grip on Facebook. I need to just get everybody subscribing that and yeah. get proper logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do it once a month. I've got, I can get enough contacts 
fairly good interviewees mm-hmm. for the next 12 months and do that for about an online podcast. Well, I can turn it into a podcast, obviously, as well, but look at it, it's worked quite well even for me. Even if they are, they're not doing like you anyway. Do you uh, know what I mean? Like, even if they are, they're not really doing like you. Nah. You know, like, um, yeah. Anyway, that's a, different, that's a different story. Right, is that the crack? Yes. Shall we sum up? What that was very Jim Carrey. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> Somebody stop me. Oh, I love that. Shall we love stop it. this podcast? <laughs> Here, he's, he's big into his um, good old mindset. He is, yes. Good old uh, James Carrey. James. Somebody stop Sorry. this podcast. <laughs> I love I love the mass is my favorite one. Yeah. So we will finish there. I thought that was it was kind of opposite of the last one, but it well, was the great. Sta- it started mental. It started mental and continued on. That's one of my favourites. There's two yeah. of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Good, good work tonight. Good both work. both ends yes. of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can also sp- find us on Spotify and any of the other podcast outlets. You can follow us on Instagram at Grinnenborough Podcast NI for more quotes that are usually in this and then other quotes that are pretty cool too. Has anybody emailed you since the last episode? Any ginger farmers? It was just James asking for the kettle on <laughs> Asking for the what? The just an email. Do you know what I said? The catalogue. Do you remember the good old case catalogue? Do you remember case catalogue? Do you remember that? Remember you used to use yeah. it? Yeah, I remember like the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's so, just to bring the uh, yes, sort of right back, right back around. Smut and sense smut. smut. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us if you wish at Grin and Brown Podcast NI at gmail.com and that is us. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs>